0: Well, greetings and bless the Lord, saints of God. We bring you greetings of Triple C Podcast on this fifth day of March. 2023, we believe that God is yet on the throne, and we believe that God will get all the glory, the praise, and the honor. Let us open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to bring your word in such a way. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified at the name of Jesus Christ. For every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Bless all the readers, hearers, and mostly the doers of the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Literally, we bring you greetings from Triple C Podcast. As we look at today's podcast, I believe that God does have a word for his people. Paul is our author. We're going to look at the eighth chapter, round about the 35th through the 39th verse. So let's go to the Bible and look at the word of God. I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And as you listen to this podcast, may it truly be a spiritual blessing to your spirit, man. Romans chapter eight, starting at verse number 35 through 39. And the word of God reads, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written for they... For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. May God bless us literally, the hearers and doers of his word. Paul's talking to the church at Rome. And what's so awesome about the word of God, as you fast forward 2000 plus years later, here we are, On this fifth day of March 2023, believing that God, if you are a Bible believer, that God is still the only wise God who sits high and looks low. Wherever you are, God is. This is what I've told the church throughout the years. There is not a spot where God is not. Where you are, God has already been there and he's still there. So I pray today that you be encouraged by the writings of Paul to the church at Rome, not only that, but to the spirit man that resides on the inside of you. As we look at today, I've said it and it's been a while that we still live in a world, what gone wild. We live in a day now that home invasions are still happening. The COVID is still real. The pandemic is still causing people to get sick. People are still dying. The divorce rate in the body of Christ is rising to uh, astronomical numbers. We look around and we got people doing carjackings in, in places that you never thought it would happen. Broad daylight. Thieves tonight, today don't even rob like they used to in the middle of the night. They're brazen and bolden to do it right in the daytime. There's a new thing going on. They'll, somebody will drive up behind you and tap your car, and the normal mind would stop. And when you stop to get out to see if there's any damage, they will bum rush you and take your car. Carjackings. Pray to God that it never happens to any of the people of God that, that we pray for, the people literally around the world, but we're going to put a hedge of protection around those that it does in the name of Jesus. I want to look at where we are and I pray that God allow this word to just sell in your spirit and hopefully give you a little bit of encouragement. Won't be before you long this morning, but we're going to trust God at his word that whatever the Lord would have for his people that it will come out of these scriptures and whatever you need, God will feed your spirit man. For one of the things that I have said to the body of Christ throughout the years that your spirit man is no stronger than what you make him. His diet is strict. He only eats and feeds off of the word of God. That word is rich and sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says it cuts going and coming back, but it's not only that. Is us give us this day, God, our daily bread. What is our daily bread? It's the manna of God's word. Hello, Holy Ghost. As we look at the scriptures and Paul's talking to the the church at Rome, but what's so awesome about the scriptures is that God is talking to us as well. And he goes in and he talks about uh, condemning somebody, asking who would condemn us. Uh, Would it be Christ? No, Christ died that we would live one day in paradise with him in eternity. You know, so it would be the world and the dictates of this world that will cause you to go down to your death and never rise above your situation. But I believe that I've got some witnesses this morning that God will open a door that no man can close. I believe that God has a new, unique way of bringing out His scripture, hopefully to settle your spirit. Or not only that, to give you a word of encouragement. If you've been down and out, left out, and lonely, if you're feeling that you You've been broke, broken, busted, and can't be trusted. You've got to know that God loves you in spite of where your mind is. God has a powerful way of bringing you back to stability. And I pray uh, this morning that you will get something out of today's podcast. And, And the title of this podcast is this. If you can hold on, you can hold out. Romans chapter eight, verses 35 through 39. If you can hold on, you can hold out. Amen. I believe that God has led us to this scripture. And let's just go into the word of God and take a few moments to digest and dissect, or one of my professors used to say, debone the word of God. And I pray today that I don't have three or four points in a hoop, but what I do believe is God giving an encouraging word that will hopefully help you through a difficult situation. Maybe you're coming up on the anniversary of something that was a tragedy. Maybe some things has happened in your life right now that you just can't put your finger on. Maybe something's going on at work or within the the family that you can't make sense of, and it's causing you to feel like you can't keep moving, that you can't keep going. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, walk and faint not. It is my desire that you walk and faint not, that you run and not get weary. Why don't you come on and join me and put your running shoes on? What do I mean? Because you need to be able to, in tumultuous times in which we live, as I oftentimes say, from the White House to the church house to our house, we need God. Amen. We need God. And I believe that Paul Uh, in this eighth chapter gives us some spiritual meat to enlighten our hearts and our minds. Let's look at the word of God and go forward. So as Paul's talking to the church at Rome, I'll be speaking primarily from the King James version, but if you know, I like to kind of uh, exhort a little bit from the Amplified version. The English uh, literature kind of makes it a little bit more plain for everybody, but in this King James version, he says it again in the form of a question, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? mark. If you are... A Bible believer. If you've been in Christ for any length of time, you should have the answer to this question. Now, I know you can't answer me because I'm speaking to the podcast, but you should know who Christ is in your life. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then he goes on to break it down and give some specific overarching categories. Maybe something's going on in your life and maybe this word will speak to your spirit man in your heart. This is what Paul said. After asking who shall separate us from the love of Christ, he goes on to say, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Listen to what the Amplified Version says in this. Who shall ever separate us from Christ's love? Shall suffering and affliction and tribulation or calamity and distress, or persecution or hunger, or destitution or peril or sword. That is an indicator that the body of Christ there in Rome was preparing or going through what we call modern day spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is very much real, people of God. We must understand that it's spiritual wickedness in high places. It's wrestling not against flesh and blood. It's, it's the enemies trying to infiltrate your thinking. Get into your head. Get into your mind. And if he can get into your mind, he can affect your day. I pray today that God will give you the insight and give you the spiritual intestinal fortitude to trust him at his word. I love what Paul says here. He asked that question. He breaks down tribulation or distresses. Have you been distressed? Are you going through some things? Have you been in such a situation that you feel like you're uneven, unable and comfortable to even tell your closest friend what you're going through out of a fear that they may not understand? Did you know sometimes in life you have difficult days? You've heard me say throughout the years and if you've been following me for any length of time, Every blood-washed Christian has a -A W-E-A-K day. I don't ever get tired of saying it because what I understand is when you're in the midst of battle, unless you steal away sometime and let God refurbish your mind, rejuvenate your spirit man, settle your, your soul and let you know that he's never going to leave you or forsake you, sometimes you feel like you're just running. The old Kojic song say, I'm running for my life. I'm running for my life. Amen. That's how we feel sometimes, that we're running for our life. But I want you to be encouraged. God gives us through Paul some encouragement. He says, if you're going through tribulation or distresses or persecution, you may be that person that's trying to do everything by the book. You may be trying to do and treat people like Christ treated people. You may be the type of person who don't like conflict or warfare, but yet you're the type of person that would rather not say anything rather than to offend somebody. But let me drop something in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. It's irrelevant what you think or don't think. The enemy is coming. You think I get tired of saying it? No, I do not. John chapter 10. I've said it time and time again, John chapter 10, verse number 10. For the thief cometh not what, but to kill and to steal and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have life and that life more abundantly. When you think about what Paul is telling the church at Rome and telling you and I today that in tribulation, in distresses, in persecution, in famine, famine. The cost of living based on political bureaucracy has skyrocketed and gone through the roof and it's unnecessary. Talking about dipping into the oil reserves and everybody was mad and upset. It's a reserve. It was being pumped and there's so much natural resources that we outsource, that we don't even use in America, but yet we politically get upset. That's tribulation, distresses, famine, People are hungry. Do we not understand that the average family lives beneath the poverty line? We are an anomaly. There's only two categories in this life financially. It is the wealthy and the poor. You may be middle class. Middle class is who? It's either you got it or you don't. Or put it this way, it's the haves and the have nots. Uh, but child of God, be encouraged. We serve a God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He said, or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword. That That's symbolically speaking about warfare. That's talking about people going through difficult days. That warfare, you can break it down to anything that you're encouraging and, and trying to be encouraged on, but you're going through in life. Now, here's what I've always said. If I've got any Bible believers listening to this podcast I've always strived to keep a spiritual balance as I strive to teach and preach and share the gospel and repeat God's word that God has never promised us that we are exempt from these type of things that Paul is talking about. Here's what he said in verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. He's talking to the church of Rome. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Listen what the Amplified verse says in verse 36. He says, even as it is written, for thy sake we are put to death all the day long. Christians, believers, because of what you believe and because of who you stand for and what you stand on, which is hopefully the promises of God's word. And because you do that, he says we are regarded from the Amplified version and counted as sheep for the slaughter. See, a a sheep is symbolically... uh, Equated to be a dumb animal. That's why they has to have a shepherd to lead them. Even though they're not literally a dumb animal, they just like to to go in the herd and they like to follow their leader. We should follow the great under shepherd, and we are the under shepherd and the under shepherd of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the great shepherd. Preachers are considered the under shepherd under the great shepherd. We should want to follow that voice of Jesus. He says we're counted all the day long as sheep for the slaughter. Don't you think that every time you try to do good, it appears and feels like evil is ever-present? That's what the Bible says. Where good is, evil is ever-present. Have you ever gone through some things where you just tried to do a good deed that day? And oftentimes, your good is often evil spoken of by your haters, by your negative Normans and your negative Nancys and your negative Natalies and your naysayers. But be encouraged, child of God. God says that be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. What is God trying to tell you? That when you give out of your spirituality, God has a unique way of giving back unto you. Good measured, pressed down, shaken together, and running over that the Bible says God will give into your bosom. But you got to keep moving. you got to keep pressing. You've got to keep pushing in the name of the Lord. Yes, we may be accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Why? I'm going to tell it to you this way. We may have a target on our back, and the devil has launched an onslaught attack against the people of God. But be encouraged, Saint. God's got a word. The Bible says that helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, The breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That's real. God wants you to understand. And Paul wrote that as well. But as we look at this eighth chapter, I believe that God has given us something that should spark a fire like Jeremiah said. It's like a fire. Shut up in my bones. What is this passion to not quit on God? Uh, He says it this way. Let's look at verse 37. When you look at what the word says, if you can hold on, you can hold out. Verse 37 says it this way. Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. What him is Paul talking about? He's talking about Jesus Christ. The Bible says in John 3, 16, and we should know this by heart, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He came not into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world, those who were lost. He gave us that sacrificial lamb so that we could one day live with him in paradise. And all things were more than contrary to him that loved us. He loved us while we were yet sinners and still went to Golgotha, still went to the place of the skull to give up the ghost. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabathini. He gave up the ghost in that day, on that day, so that you and I one day could have a right to the tree of life in paradise. Oh, thank you, Lord. So as we look at what Paul says, we've talked 35, 36, 37. Let's look at 38. 38 says it this way. After telling us, nay, nay meaning this, that yet, Amid all these things, we are more than conquerors. Amid all of the trial, amid all of the famine, amid all of the tribulation, again, amid all of the peril and the nakedness and the, the sword and the warfare, he says we are more than conquerors. I pray that you be encouraged today and realize that you're not a whiner, but a winner. I pray that you believe that in Christ you shall never know defeat. I pray that you stand on the promises of God, the Bible says, and the promises of God are yea and in him amen. If you believe that God is your salvation, if you believe that God is your your shield and your buckler, if you believe that God is the same one who picked you up out of the muck and the miry years ago, he's the same God that will do it again today. He's the same God that will do it again tomorrow if you only trust and believe. Paul's telling the church here in Romans chapter eight, when he looks at that, letting them know, hey, believe me, you're more than a conqueror. But there's some things that you need to look at and listen to what the word says. In verse 38, he moves on and says this. This is what Paul says. I believe the same thing as Paul wrote, for I am persuaded. What am I persuaded of? I encourage you also as you hear this word to be persuaded based on your biblical belief in your faith. This is what Paul said in verses 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. What is he talking about? Listen to what the Amplified says in verse 38. For I am persuaded beyond doubt, am sure that neither death nor life, no angels, nor principalities, nor things impending and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers. What is he talking about? He's talking about people, the things that the enemy loves to infiltrate the minds of people to try to affect your spirituality. Ah, oh, child of God, if you don't believe anything, you must believe when I told you John 10 and 10, that that thief's coming to steal, to steal what? you joy. joying. He wants to steal your happiness. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me just caveat for one moment. I believe there's a significant difference between happiness and joy. I've come to study through the years that happiness is a factor of the human emotions. But joy, in accordance to the book of Galatians, joy is a fruit of God's spirit. Amen. There's a manifestation of joy, and that comes from God. But if the enemy can get into your head and persuade you that death will take you out, if he can persuade you that life ain't worth living, if he can persuade you that the angels of the pits of hell will come snatch your soul, if he can convince you that principalities and powers will overtake you, will overcome you, will defeat you, will beat you, then you just won't go down. What am I trying to tell you? I'm believing the word of God is this way as we're getting ready to close this podcast out. As I told you, I wouldn't be long this morning, but I believe that God's got a word for his people. But as the title again, if you can hold on, you can hold out. Verse 38 again, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Whatever you've gone through, guess what? You've made it through it. If you're listening to this podcast, you've made it through some of those difficult days, yet the storms of life and the billows of situations has blown into your life. If you're listening to this podcast, that's an indication that you stood the test of time. You're still here. God's still on the throne. You're a winner, not a whiner. You should learn to say in your spirit, I shall not know defeat you've got to believe, child of God, that you're a winner in all things. God plus one, what is the majority? God plus one is the majority. Put your name there. God plus Tony is the majority. God plus Tanya is the majority. You've got to believe that when you study this Bible, this Basic biblical instruction before leaving earth, B-I-B-L-E, when you dive into this word of God, it is a spiritual buffet of God to let you know that he's everywhere at all times. Or oh, if you understand the words in the Greek, in the Hebrew, the agape love of God, the unconditional love, or you can believe God to be omnipresent, meaning that he's everywhere at all times. He's omnipotent, all-powerful. He's got that dynamite kind of power to wrap his loving arms around you and pick you up. Oh, let me speak to your heart for just a few more minutes, and then we'll close the podcast. And I'm not giving you three or four points, if you notice, but I'm striving to speak to your spirit. I don't know what you're going through right now, but as I'm speaking into this recording, I'm letting you know that wherever you are, God is. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what difficult days you're facing. As we come out of the holiday season, we're moving into the spring and summer season. I don't know what tragedy you may have to face. I don't know what you're going to go through. I don't know what kind of enemies you have. I don't even know if you've got sibling rivalry going on. I don't even know if you've had family members that you hadn't spoken to 5, 10, 15 years. God is trying to reconcile the body of Christ. God is trying through Jesus and the Holy Spirit to bring us to the forefront, to be a beacon of light and be a hope to a hopeless generation. Oh, I'll get ready to close it this way as we look at verses 39 in conclusion. He says, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Paul was encouraging the church at Rome as God's told me to encourage you. There's nothing that God won't do for his children. He won't give you a rock when you ask for bread. He's not going to give you a serpent when you need to be delivered and you need to eat and you're thirsty That's not the kind of God that we serve. The Amplified Version says it, and I'll go back to the King James, and we will close the podcast out on this morning. He says it in the Amplified Version this way, I hope I got some help in here this morning. Nor height, nor death, nor anything else, all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. See, we got to believe that God, capital G, is the one who reigns rules and super rules, I encourage you, child of God, as I get ready to bring this podcast to a close, I'm believing that God is right now letting you know through this word that you can be more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. If the Bible says to speak those things that are not as though they were, even though you may have tears coming down your eyes, even though you may be going through, even though your pocketbook, your wallet may be dry and blowing dust, you're still richer than the man. who doesn't have Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. I'm going to tell you this and I'll get ready to close. I'd rather have Jesus as my Lord and Savior, my Deliverer, my Rose of Sharon, than to need him and can't get him. It would be a tragedy and an atrocity to get all the way through life and get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because you said that you know the Lord and you love him and he heard your cry. But when the angel of God strikes open the Lamb's Book of Life and he comes down to retrieve his church and he looks down the roll and begin to call names and your name is not called. Maybe you didn't hold on. Maybe you didn't hold out. But to those of you that I can get a witness with, if you can stand on the Word of God with me, I close this podcast this morning this way. If you can hold on just a little while longer. If you can hold on, I believe that you can hold out, no matter what comes your way, come hell or high water, if you can hold on to God's unchanging hand. I believe I've got a witness here. The Bible says, he shall not leave thee nor forsake thee. If you can stand on the word of God, I believe this morning that God is able to do abundantly above all that he can ask or think in the Lord. If you can stand and at the Paul sat down to stand, you what? Stand on the word of God. As I close today, I want you to give up now. I want you to be encouraged. As Paul told the church at Rome, you are more than conquerors. I encourage you, child of God, don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. I've told you once again, and I'll tell you, there's not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. If you made your bed in hell, I believe that God will be right there to give you peace and comfort. If you ascend to the heavens, I know so that god is there seated at the right hand of god so today be encouraged give your hand to the preacher but give your heart to God. If God's telling you right now, come unto me. Ye who are laboring and heavy laden, I will give you rest. I close this morning by telling you, you can hold on a little while longer. If you keep asking God, you're going through the depths of life and you feel like you've lost all hope. I encourage you, child of God, don't give up on God. You're asking God how long and God is saying not long. You're saying God How long do I have to suffer? God's saying, Not long. He says, Come unto me, ye who are labored and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, Take my yoke upon me. My yoke is easy and my burdens are light. I want you to cast all of your cares upon the Lord. He, because why? I care for you, saith the Lord. Be encouraged, child of God. I close this morning by saying, If you can hold on a little while longer, you can hold out. God is brought you too far to let you go now. You've got to believe the storm is passing over. You've got to believe that God will never leave thee nor forsake you. You've got to believe that God who sits high and looks low will look down and pick you up out of the muck and miry. He will put your feet on solid ground. Be encouraged, child of God. As we close now in a prayer, I pray that this exegetic type of sermon will let you know, this podcast will let you know, if you can hold on, you can hold out. God bless now every blood-washed believer and every listener, no matter what it is, whether it be marital, financial, health, sickness, whatever it may be, whatever calamity or difficulty it may be, I pray God that you allow the spirit man inside of them to welt up the word of God and stand on the promises of God, which the scriptures say is yes and in him, amen. Oh God, we pray now that you give every blood-washed believer that's listening to triple C enough strength to hold on yet another day. It's another day's journey and our soul is glad about it. Bless now. Until the next time, this is Tony with Triple C Podcasting signing off. Be blessed. Tune in. Share the word of God. Let somebody know that God is loving them. He's extended a hand. Give their hand to the preacher, but their heart unto God. Be blessed until the next time. God bless you
1: And say, help me to be strong.
0: We're well, greetings and blessed the Lord, Saints of God. We bring you greetings of Triple C podcast on this fifth day of March. 2023. We believe that God is yet on the throne and we believe that God will get all the glory, the praise and the honor. Let us open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to bring your word in such a way. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified and that the devil be horrified at the name of Jesus Christ. For every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Bless all the Readers, hearers, and mostly the doers of the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Literally, we bring you greetings from Triple C Podcast. As we look at today's podcast, I believe that God does have a word for his people. Paul is our author. We're going to look at the eighth chapter, round about the 35th through the 39th verse. So let's go to the Bible and look at the word of God I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And as you listen to this podcast, may it truly be a spiritual blessing to your spirit, man. Romans chapter eight, starting at verse number 35 through 39. And the word of God reads, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written for they... For thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, Nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. May God bless us literally, the hearers and doers of his word. Paul's talking to the church at Rome. And what's so awesome about the word of God, as you fast forward 2000 plus years later, here we are on this fifth day of March, 2023, believing that God, if you are a Bible believer, that God is still the only wise God who sits high and looks low. Wherever you are, God is. This is what I've told the church throughout the years. There is not a spot where God is not. Where you are, God has already been there and he's still there. So I pray today that you be encouraged by the writings of Paul to the church at Rome, not only that, but to the spirit man that resides on the inside of you. As we look at today, I've said it and it's been a while that we still live in a world, what gone wild. We live in a day now that at home invasions are still happening. The COVID is still real. The pandemic is still causing people to get sick. People are still dying. The divorce rate in the body of Christ is rising to uh, astronomical numbers. We look around and we got people doing carjackings in in places that you never thought it would happen. Broad daylight thieves tonight, today don't even rob like they used to in the middle of the night. They're brazen and bolden to do it right in the daytime. There's a new thing going on. They'll, somebody will drive up behind you and tap your car, and the normal mind would stop. And when you stop to get out to see if there's any damage, they will bum rush you and take your car. Carjackings. Pray to God that it never happens to any of the people of God that, that we pray for, the people literally around the world, but we're going to put a hedge of protection around those that it does in the name of Jesus. I want to look at where we are, and I pray that God allow this word to just sell in your spirit and hopefully give you a little bit of encouragement. Won't be before you long this morning, but we're going to trust God at his word, that whatever the Lord would have for his people, that it will come out of these scriptures, and whatever you need, God will feed your spirit, man. For one of the things that I have said to the body of Christ throughout the years, that your spirit, man, is no stronger than what you make him. His diet is strict. He only eats and feeds off of the word of God. That word is rich and sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says it cuts going and coming back, but it's not only that. It's give us this day, God, our daily bread. What is our daily bread? It's the manna of God's word. Hello, Holy Ghost as we look at the scriptures and Paul's talking to the to the church at Rome but what's so awesome about the scriptures is that God is talking to us as well and he goes in and he talks about uh condemning somebody asking who would condemn us uh, would it be Christ no Christ died that we would live one day in paradise with him in eternity you know, so it would be the world and the dictates of this world that will cause you to go down to your death and never rise above your situation. But I believe that I've got some witnesses this morning that God will open a door that no man can close. I believe that God has a new, unique way of bringing out his scripture, hopefully to settle your spirit, or not only that, to give you a word of encouragement. If you've been down and out, left out and lonely, if you're feeling that you You've been broke, bro- broken, busted, and can't be trusted, you've got to know that God loves you in spite of where your mind is. God has a powerful way of bringing you back to stability, and I pray uh, this morning that you will get something out of today's podcast. And, and the title of this podcast is this, If You Can Hold On, You Can Hold Out. Romans chapter eight, verses 35 to 39. If you can hold on, you can hold out, amen. I believe that God has led us to this scripture. Let's just go into the word of God and take a few moments to digest and dissect or one of my professors used to say, debone the word of God. And I pray today that I don't have three or four points in a hoop, but what I do believe is God giving an encouraging word that will hopefully help you through a difficult situation. Maybe you're coming up on the anniversary of something that was a tragedy. Maybe some things has happened in you your life right now that you just can't put your finger on. Maybe something's going on at work or within the the family that you can't make sense of and it's causing you to feel like you can't keep moving, that you can't keep going. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, walk and faint not. It is my desire that you walk and faint not, that you run and not get weary. Why don't you come on and join me and put your running shoes on? What do I mean? Because you need to be able to in tumultuous times in which we live, as I oftentimes say, from the White House to the church house to our house, we need God. Amen. We need God. And I believe that Paul uh In this eighth chapter, gives us some spiritual meat to enlighten our hearts and our minds. Let's look at the Word of God and go forward. So, as Paul's talking to the Church at Rome, I'll be speaking primarily from the King James version, but if you know, I like to kind of uh exhort a little bit from the amplified version the English Uh, literature kind of makes it a little bit more plain for everybody. But in this King James Version, he says it again in the form of a question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Question mark. If you are a Bible believer, if you've been in Christ for any length of time, you should have the answer to this question. Now, I know you can't answer me because I'm speaking to the podcast, but you should know who Christ is in your life. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then he goes on to break it down and give some specific overarching categories. Maybe something's going on in your life and maybe this word will speak to your spirit man in your heart. This is what Paul said after asking who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He goes on to say, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Listen to what the Amplified Version says in this. Who shall ever separate us from Christ's love? Shall suffering and affliction and tribulation or calamity and distress or persecution or hunger or destitution or peril or sword? That is an indicator that the body of Christ there in Rome was preparing or going through what we call modern day spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is very much real, people of God. We must understand that it's spiritual wickedness in high places. It's wrestling not against flesh and blood. It's it's the enemy's trying to infiltrate your thinking. Get into your head. Get into your mind. And if he can get into your mind, he can affect your day. I pray today that God will give you the insight and give you the spiritual intestinal fortitude to trust him at his word. I love what Paul says here. He asked that question. He breaks down tribulation or distresses. Have you been distressed? Are you going through some things? Have you been in such a situation that you feel like you're unable and comfortable to even tell your closest friend what you're going through out of a fear that they may not understand? Did you know sometimes in life you have difficult days? You've heard me say throughout the years and if you've been following me for any length of time, Every blood-washed Christian has a -A W-E-A-K day. I don't ever get tired of saying it because what I understand is when you're in the midst of battle, unless you steal away sometime and let God refurbish your mind, rejuvenate your spirit man, settle your, your soul and let you know that he's never going to leave you or forsake you, sometimes you feel like you're just running. The old Kojic song say, I'm running for my life. I'm running for my life. Amen. That's how we feel sometimes, that we're running for our life. But I want you to be encouraged. God gives us through Paul some encouragement. He says, if you're going through tribulation or distresses or persecution, you may be that person that's trying to do everything by the book. You may be trying to do and treat people like Christ treated people. You may be the type of person who don't like conflict or warfare, but yet you're the type of person that would rather not say anything rather than to offend somebody. But let me drop something in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. It's irrelevant what you think or don't think. The enemy is coming. You think I get tired of saying it? No, I do not. John chapter 10. I've said it time and time again, John chapter 10, verse number 10, for the thief cometh not what, but to kill and to steal and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have life and that life more abundantly. When you think about what Paul is telling the church at Rome and telling you and I today that in tribulation, in distresses, in persecution, in famine, famine. The cost of living based on political bureaucracy has skyrocketed and gone through the roof and it's unnecessary. Talking about dipping into the oil reserves and everybody was mad and upset. It's a reserve. It was being pumped and there's so much natural resources that we outsource, that we don't even use in America, but yet we politically get upset. That's tribulation, distresses, famine, People are hungry. Do we not understand that the average family lives beneath the poverty line? We are an anomaly. There's only two categories in this life financially. It is the wealthy and the poor. You may be middle class. Middle class is who? It's either you got it or you don't. Or put it this way, it's the haves and the have nots. Uh, but child of God, be encouraged. We serve a God who owns the cattle on a thousand hill. He said, or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword. That That's symbolically speaking about warfare. That's talking about people going through difficult days. That warfare, you can break it down to anything that you're encouraging and, and trying to be encouraged on, but you're going through in life. Now, here's what I've always said. If I've got any Bible believers listening to this podcast I've always strived to keep a spiritual balance as I try to teach and preach and share the gospel and repeat God's word that God has never promised us that we are exempt from these type of things that Paul is talking about. Here's what he said in verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. He's talking to the church of Rome. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Listen what the Amplified verse says in verse 36. He says, even as it is written, for thy sake we are put to death all the day long. Christians, believers, because of what you believe and because of who you stand for and what you stand on, which is hopefully the promises of God's word. And because you do that, he says we are regarded from the Amplified version and counted as sheep for the slaughter. See, a a sheep is symbolically... uh, equated to be a dumb animal. That's why they have to have a shepherd to lead them. Even though they're not literally a dumb animal, they just like to to go in the herd and they like to follow their leader. We should follow the great under shepherd and we are the under shepherd and the under shepherd of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the great shepherd. Preachers are considered the under shepherd under the great shepherd. We should want to follow that voice of Jesus He says, we're counted all the day long as sheep for the slaughter. Don't you think that every time you try to do good, it appears and feels like evil is ever present? That's what the Bible says. Where good is, evil is ever present. Have you ever gone through some things where you just tried to do a good deed that day? And oftentimes, your good is often evil spoken of by your haters by your negative Normans and your negative Nancys and your negative Natalies and your naysayers. But be encouraged, child of God. God says that be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. What is God trying to tell you? That when you give out of your spirituality, God has a unique way of giving back unto you. Good measured, pressed down, shaken together, and running over that the Bible says, God will give into your bosom. But you got to keep moving. you got to keep pressing. You've got to keep pushing in the name of the Lord. Yes, we may be accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Why? I'm going to tell it to you this way. We may have a target on our back, and the devil has launched an onslaught attack against the people of God. But be encouraged, Saint. God's got a word. The Bible says that helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, The breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That's real. God wants you to understand. And Paul wrote that as well. But as we look at this eighth chapter, I believe that God has given us something that should spark a fire like Jeremiah said. It's like a fire. Shut up in my bones. What is this passion to not quit on God? Uh, He said that this, let's look at verse 37. When you look at what the word says, if you can hold on, you can hold out. Verse 37 says it this way, nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. What him is Paul talking about? He's talking about Jesus Christ. The Bible says in John three sixteen, and we should know this by heart for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He came not into this world to condemn the world, but to save the world, those who were lost. He gave us that sacrificial lamb so that we could one day live with him in paradise. And all things were more than contrary to him that loved us. He loved us while we were yet sinners and still went to Golgotha, still went to the place of the skull to give up the ghost, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabathani, He gave up the ghost in that day, on that day, so that you and I one day could have a right to the tree of life in paradise. Oh, thank you, Lord. So as we look at what Paul says, we've talked 35, 36, 37. Let's look at 38. 38 says it this way. After telling us, nay, nay meaning this, that yet Amid all these things, we are more than conquerors. Amid all of the trial, amid all of the famine, amid all of the tribulation, again, amid all of the peril and the nakedness and the the sword and the warfare, he says, we are more than conquerors. I pray that you be encouraged today and realize that you're not a whiner, but a winner. I pray that you believe that in Christ, you shall never know defeat. I pray that you stand on the promises of God, the Bible says, and the promises of God are yea and in him, amen. If you believe that God is your salvation, if you believe that God is your your shield and your buckler, if you believe that God is the same one who picked you up out of the muck and the miry years ago, He's the same God that will do it again today. He's the same God that will do it again tomorrow if you only trust and believe. Paul's telling the church here in Romans chapter eight when he looks at that, letting them know, "Hey, believe me, you're more than a conqueror." But there's some things that you need to look at and listen to what the word says. In verse thirty-eight, he moves on and says, "This." This is what Paul says. I believe the same thing as Paul wrote. For I am persuaded. What am I persuaded of? I encourage you also as you hear this word to be persuaded based on your biblical belief in your faith. This is what Paul said in verses 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. What is he talking about? Listen to what the Amplified says in verse 38. For I am persuaded beyond doubt, am sure that neither death nor life, no angels, nor principalities, nor things impending and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers. What is he talking about? He's talking about people, the things that the enemy loves to infiltrate the minds of people to try to affect your spirituality. Oh, child of God, if you don't believe anything, you must believe. When I told you, John 10 and 10, that that thief's coming to steal, to steal what? your joy. He wants to steal your happiness. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me just caveat for one moment. I believe there's a significant difference between happiness and joy. I've come to study through the years that happiness is a factor of the human emotions, but joy, in accordance to the book of Galatians, joy is a fruit of God's spirit. Amen. There's a manifestation of joy, and that comes from God. But if the enemy can get into your head and persuade you that death will take you out, if he can persuade you that life ain't worth living, if he can persuade you that the angels of the pits of hell will come snatch your soul, if he can convince you that principalities and powers will overtake you, will overcome you, will defeat you, will beat you, then you just won't go down. What am I trying to tell you? I'm believing the word of God is this way as we're getting ready to close this podcast out. As I told you, I wouldn't be long this morning, but I believe that God's got a word for his people. But as the title again, if you can hold on, you can hold out. Verse 38 again, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come. Whatever you've gone through, guess what? You've made it through it. If you're listening to this podcast, you've made it through some of those difficult days, yet the storms of life and the billows of situations has blown into your life. If you're listening to this podcast, that's an indication that you stood the test of time. You're still here. God's still on the throne. You're a winner, not a whiner. You should learn to say in your spirit, I shall not know Defeat. You've got to believe, child of God, that you're a winner in all things. God plus one, what is the majority? God plus one is the majority. Put your name there. God plus Tony is the majority. God plus Tanya is the majority. You've got to believe that when you study this Bible, this basic biblical instruction before leaving earth, B-I-B-L-E. When you dive into this word of God, it is a spiritual buffet of God to let you know that he's everywhere at all times. Or if you understand the words in the Greek and the Hebrew, the agape love of God, the unconditional love, or you can believe God to be omnipresent, meaning that he's everywhere at all time. He's omnipotent, all powerful. He's got that dynamite kind of power to wrap his loving arms around you and pick you up Oh, let me speak to your heart for just a few more minutes and then we'll close the podcast. And I'm not giving you three or four points if you notice, but I'm striving to speak to your spirit. I don't know what you're going through right now. But as I'm speaking into this recording, I'm letting you know that wherever you are, God is. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what difficult days you're facing. As we come out of the holiday season, we're moving into the spring and summer season. I don't know what tragedy you may have to face. I don't know what you're going to go through. I don't know what kind of enemies you have. I don't even know if you've got sibling rivalry going on. I don't even know if you've had family members that you hadn't spoken to 5, 10, 15 years. God is trying to reconcile the body of Christ. God is trying through Jesus and the Holy Spirit to bring us to the forefront, to be a beacon of light and be a hope to a hopeless generation. Oh, I'll get ready to close it this way as we look at verses 39 in conclusion. He says, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Paul was encouraging the church at Rome as God's told me to encourage you. There's nothing that God won't do for his children. He won't give you a rock when you ask for bread. He's not gonna give you a serpent when you need to be delivered and you need to eat and you're thirsty, that's not the kind of God that we serve. The Amplified Version says it, and I'll go back to the King James, and we will close the podcast out on this morning. He says it in the Amplified Version this way, I hope I got some help in here this morning. Nor height, nor death, nor anything else, all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. See, we got to believe that God, capital G, is the one who reigns rules and super rules, I Encourage you, child of God, as I get ready to bring this podcast to a close. I'm believing that God is right now letting you know through this word that you can be more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. If the Bible says to speak those things that are not as though they were, even though you may have tears coming down your eyes, even though you may be going through, even though your pocketbook, your wallet may be dry and blowing dust, you're still richer than the man who who doesn't have Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. I'm going to tell you this and I'll get ready to close. I'd rather have Jesus as my Lord and Savior, my Deliverer, my Rose of Sharon, than to need him and can't get him. It would be a tragedy and an atrocity to get all the way through life and get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because you said that you know the Lord and you love him and he heard your cry. But when the angel of God strikes open the Lamb's book of life and he comes down to retrieve his church and he looks down the roll and begin to call names and your name is not called. Maybe you didn't hold on. Maybe you didn't hold out. But to those of you that I can get a witness with, if you can stand on the word of God with me, I close this podcast this morning this way. If you can hold on just a little while longer, if you can hold on, I believe that you can can hold out. No matter what comes your way, come hell or high water. If you can hold on to God's unchanging hand, I believe I've got a witness here. The Bible says he shall not leave thee nor forsake thee. If you can stand on the word of God, I believe this morning that God is able to do abundantly above all that he can ask or thank in the Lord. If you can stand and at the Paul said down to stand you what stand on the word of God. As I close today, I want you to give up now. I want you to be encouraged. As Paul told the church at Rome, you are more than conquerors. I encourage you, child of God, don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. I've told you once again, and I'll tell you, there's not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. If you made your bed in hell, I believe that God will be right there to give you peace and comfort. If you ascend to the heavens, I know that God is there seated at the right hand of God. So today, be encouraged give your hand to the preacher, but give your heart to God. If God's telling you right now, come unto me, ye who are laboring and heavy laden, I will give you rest. I close this morning by telling you, you can hold on a little while longer. If you keep asking God, you're going through the depths of life and you feel like you've lost all hope. I encourage you, child of God, don't give up on God. You're asking God, how long? And God is saying, not long. You're saying, God, how long do I have to suffer? God's saying not long. He says, come unto me, ye who are labored and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon me. My yoke is easy and my burdens are light. I want you to cast all of your cares upon the Lord. He, because why? I care for you, saith the Lord. Be encouraged, child of God. I close this morning by saying, if you can hold on a little while longer, you can hold out. God has brought you too far to let you go now. You've got to believe the storm is passing over. You've got to believe that God will never leave thee nor forsake you. You've got to believe that God who sits high and looks low will look down and pick you up out of the muck and miry. He will put your feet on solid ground. Be encouraged, child of God. As we close now in a prayer, I pray that this exegetic type of sermon will let you know. This podcast will let you know. If you can hold on, you can hold out. God bless. Now every. Bloodwashed believer and every listener, no matter what it is, whether it be marital, financial, health, sickness, whatever it may be, whatever calamity or difficulty it may be, I pray God that you allow the spirit man inside of them to welt up the word of God and stand on the promises of God, which the scriptures say is yes and in him amen. Oh, God, we pray now that you give every blood-washed believer that's listening to Triple C enough strength to hold on yet another day. It's another day's journey, and our soul is glad about it. Blessed now. Until the next time, this is Tony with Triple C Podcasting, signing off. Be blessed. Tune in, share the word of God. Let somebody know that God is loving them. He's extended a hand. Give their hand to the preacher, but their heart unto God. Be blessed until the next time. God bless you.
1: And say help me to be strong